0: Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, happy good uh, morning. Ju- July the 3rd, uh, which I believe is Monday, right? Monday the 3rd? and Yes. Yeah. Monday the 3rd. Th- um,
2: right? Yes, it is a Monday. Yeah. Monday the 3rd.
1: Yeah. And uh, Linda's birthday is July 2nd.
2: Ah, uh, what are your plans for that this year?
1: Um, we are our uh, uh, usually we're all together. Our family's all together, and we celebrate um, uh, our anniversary is Ju- mm-hmm. June thirteenth, which has already you know happened. Right,
2: uh,
1: fifty three years, by the way.
2: Wow! Uh, so that yes, was- you know how I remember how many years y'all have been married. Because you were married the same year I was born.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
2: <Whoa>. Yep.
1: <laughs> we were we were young. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um and um then it's my birthday. Uh then it's Linda's birthday. Uh, wait, when is your birthday? 20, June twenty sixth. June
2: twenty sixth. Oh, you realize yours is the same as my daughter in law's then.
1: That's right. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Linda's July 2nd, uh, and usually we're together. So this year, uh, Joshua is off to, uh, be a counselor. He's actually counseling the counselors at, uh, camp in Branson, Missouri. Uh, Mm -hmm. so he's off to do that. Aiden, uh, right now is on a mission trip to Poland. Uh, Really? so he's, he's in charge of the, Sports, uh, they're going to Poland to assist uh, high schoolers Mm -hmm. and uh, they break up into different uh, kind of functions. Like they've got, um, I think they've got certain topics and dance and drama Mm -hmm. and he's in charge of sports. Okay.
2: Um,
1: So he's going to lead that element of it. And and they're to, uh, you know, teach them some things about that topic, sports, and, and do some things in sports only speak English to them, and and the mm-hmm. and the uh, kids have to speak English back.
2: Oh wow! Uh, Is this through his school? Through, Is his school. Mission trip yep. through his school, through his high school. Okay. yeah.
1: Um, and and uh, the people over there want the kids, the, the Polish kids, who kind of speak a little English, to get right. better at English.
2: It's a great opportunity for uh, fluency, right? Yeah. just being kind of immersed in it. Immersed basically. in it with it's other an kids. An immersion camp, yeah. And
1: then to share uh, about the life of Jesus.
2: Oh, that's so good. Uh, as they
1: go through that. So he's on a mission trip. So he's gone. Uh, Peter and Shara are going, because the kids are gone, they're going to the Cayman Islands to go diving.
2: Oh, good for them.
1: Um, and enjoy. You know, we were there uh, in the uh, January.
2: Yeah, back in January.
1: Um, and so we, you know, they, they really, uh, they liked the Caymans and they, you know, they saw the stuff we did. What's
2: not to like, right? Yeah, hey,
1: we're going to go there. So Linda and I are by ourselves. So we're going to Vail. Colorado, oh, good for you. Uh, and we're gonna do the Fourth of July week up there in the mountains, which we love. And then she and I will celebrate our birthday and our anniversary, and and all Sweet. this all this cool stuff. So, oh, that's uh, awesome! Very we're gonna good. have fun. Uh, so we uh, we've been gone. Uh, we're gonna share over the next several sessions. Uh, what happened to us uh during this time
2: uh there's a lot of good stories to tell uh, right
1: <laughs> linda and i uh, with our family went to monaco mm-hmm. to watch the uh, formula one uh you know f1 races so that was kind of fun i got a cool story about that um then we all went to tuscany where you and dan were yeah and um we had an amazing time there uh, just being together in our retreat but also uh, visiting with uh, John and Michelle Santa Ferraro, who are heading up our ministry over there. Mm-hmm. and then the property that they're working on, and we got to meet the owner of that property and the yeah. vision and the vision she had with it. It's just
2: uh, theres story after story, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so.
1: And then other other people that we met who are uh, God is using uh, to basically launch a big ministry in Europe.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then Linda and I went to Iceland. Um, and did a retreat for pastors as well as uh, business guys. I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I got pretty sick with food poisoning on the way over to Iceland, and I got a got a cool story about all that. So uh, when we talk, continue to talk about the supernatural. But in um, our topic is living the life of the supernatural, and when we're walking with God, uh, life is supernatural. Mm -hmm. Uh, day in
3: day out yeah day in and day
1: out and things happen and as we first of all begin to uh, walk with him he will do supernatural things Mm -hmm. particularly in life which is kind of funny all by itself you know funny stuff happens and difficult things happen adversity happens Um, and then it's unique to us that God keeps demonstrating hey do you see what I did do you see what Mm -hmm. I did and the supernatural mostly is known to us first, you know, and then we can share it as as we look at it. And we know that life isn't circumstantially, you know, happenstance
2: mm-hmm. or
1: serendipity, what we call serendipity. It's got it got it work.
2: Right. Uh, right.
1: So uh, <laughs> in uh, Monaco, you know, we go over uh, to do the watch the Formula One race and, um, you know, it's it's through the streets of Monaco. Uh, Aiden, by the way, is a would be a, a what you would call a devotee of Formula One.
2: Yeah. And this is a trip that you had promised him. We had so promised him. there was him. a sweetness to this yeah. of something that had been held out. Yeah, yeah.
1: And he was excited to go and, of course, see it, see the most premier race in the world uh, live, you know, was was going to be something he was excited about. And um, he knows every single driver and everything mm-hmm. about it and every every car, and uh, he's really into it, you know, and, and we, we get to share that together. Uh, so we go over, uh, and uh, it's set up uh, where I, I got my tickets through a agent, um, and I thought that it was for a certain thing to happen at the race where actually it was going to be a special uh Place where we could see the race live. If that's what I thought I was signing up for. Right. Um, well, I didn't pay super attention <laughs> to the fine print, <laughs>
3: um,
1: and so we go over and uh, and the way that the race is set up is uh, there's practice runs that you get to watch, mm-hmm. um, and all they're doing is just getting their cars ready, and they got and they got to learn the course again. You know, because Mm -hmm. it's very tricky, by the way, there because it's in the streets. It's not a racetrack. It's in the streets. Right. Um, And and it's really sharp curves and all that and fast. Uh, So they practice uh, uh, Friday. Uh, We go over there Thursday. Uh, They practice Friday and then they qualify on Saturday, Mm -hmm. which is uh, positioning where they start the race. Right. And particularly in Monaco – Uh, You you really want to be first or second because it's very difficult to pass. And if you Mm. if you're in first and second, your chances of winning the race or at least being in the top five uh, or the top three where the podium is, right, uh, has a better shot. So they really they really
2: qualify for those spots.
1: And it's all in how fast you go uh, during that qualifying. And you're not really racing anybody else; you're just doing it for time. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know Friday. Uh, you know, we go to the, see the practice. Uh, I get the tickets delivered. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, and I I look at them.
3: <laughs> 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 um,
1: and uh, I'm just reading through it. Because I'm, I'm just saying, basically what I'm thinking is, where do I need to be? Right. Uh, at the right spot in the right time, you know. But I read it. And I read it for the race Sunday. It says, um, not allowed... On the
3: terrace,
1: mm-hmm. um, which is what I thought I was buying,
2: right? Was you to, thought, I mean, it was a nice package that you were in a yeah. type a box type setup, yeah. And,
1: and I thought I was on, on the yeah. terrace, and the terrace was basically you sit outside at a table, and they're driving you know a few feet away from you on the road, and you right. get to be right there, you know. And I thought, our, you know, and I had tickets for everybody, and I thought that's where we were, and then I it said not allowed to go on the terrace. <laughs> and so it's like, well, that can't be right. Uh, so I call the agent. Um, hey, it says here, I'm not allowed to go on the terrace. And she says, yeah, you're not. I said, what do you mean I'm not? Yeah, you're not allowed to go on the terrace. I said, well, where do we watch the race?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And she says, you watch it on a big screen <laughs> in, the, in the special room. I said, no. I said, no. Yeah. Like
2: we didn't travel all this way to yeah. watch it on TV. <laughs> I said
1: so you're telling me that I signed up to fly to Monaco from US come <laughs> to the race to watch it live and actually I'm going to watch it on a screen? Yeah, that's the way it is. I said that's no. Uh that can't be. Um I said, "You got to take care of this. You got to get me tickets so I can at least see it. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll have to go somewhere else if I need to. But help me get tickets." She said, "You can't get tickets. They're sold out. Uh, you're, you're that's it. That's all you got. And we can't help you. Tough, you know, tough."
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so, okay, now I get that news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and first of all, my first thought is, how am I going to tell Linda this? Right. And then how am I going to tell Aiden and you know Peter and Shara that this is so, and that I kind of, I kind of didn't, I blew it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to see the race live, you know, and which is, I'm still dumbfounded by it, uh, that right. anybody would even at least not let me know that, Hey, by the way, you're not going to see the race. I would, I would have for mm-hmm. sure done something different anyway, but, um, but it was, you know, my, my bad. And, uh, so, um, I don't know. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? So um, uh, I get online and see, can I buy resale tickets?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So I get online, and yeah, there's resale tickets. So I go through it all, and I go to, and there's tickets available, and it, the price isn't awful. Um, and I go to buy them, and it says, put your address in.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so I'm trying to put my local address in, but it won't let me. Right. Uh, I can only put in a U.S. address. And then it says the tickets will be delivered to your U.S. address.
2: Well, that's not going to help. That ain't going to work. So
1: I I call, I stop, call this this company and say, you know, it says the tickets will be physically delivered in the U.S., but I'm here in Monaco and the race is tomorrow or Sunday. Um, Well, she said, go ahead and buy the tickets, and then after you buy the tickets, we'll work on getting you the tickets. Right. And God says, no. No, don't even think of doing that. Um, mm-hmm. You're, you're going to wind up basically paying for something you're not going to get. And don't, don't do it. Okay, so find another uh, uh, thing. Uh, they back and buy tickets. Uh, they can not deliver it locally. But I noticed that the phone number wasn't a French or Monaco phone number.
3: Mm.
1: And it's from some foreign country. Uh, hmm. Like Kazakhstan or something. It's like, and God says, "Don't do it."
2: Doesn't really sound legit. Don't right?
1: do it. It's not right. Don't, it's not going to work. Don't do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm trying, trying, trying to get get there. So well, I'm going to have to go tell Linda. So, uh, hey, Linda, uh, let me tell you what happened. And she says, "Well, um, we're not putting up with that. Uh, let's just ask God to provide tickets, because mm-hmm. uh, He will." We're going to see that race, you know, God, you know, how are we going to do it? So we right. said that and we, I'm going
2: to pause you yeah. just to highlight in that moment for people that are listening, the beauty of God bringing you to a place of humility yeah. to go to your spouse with this, because that was not an easy thing to no. do in that moment. <laughs> Yet you knew and God's spirit prompted you go to Linda because in this place, you'll, your spouse is your person. That's your gift. That's it. And the two of you seeking me together, this is a big deal. Yeah. So don't neglect that gift out of embarrassment or shame right, or guilt right, or anything right, else. Right. Um, so I just think that's an important thing to highlight because that's that's all of us face that in certain situations. Yeah. So anyway, and, and, mo-
1: and mostly, you know, how am I going to uh, share this with everybody else?
3: <laughs> right, right.
1: Uh, And uh, she said, well, you know, let's not accept that. You know, let's – I said, well, I've already looked for tickets. I can't find them. And and she just says, well, why don't you go ask the concierge Mm
3: -hmm. uh,
1: of this hotel we were at. And he was a very nice guy. And we we'd already met him and already knew him. And he had done a few things to help us with restaurants and stuff. So, um, okay. So I go there and I said, hey, I got a problem. Here's what's happened. And I need tickets uh, to see the race live. Mm -hmm. Uh, And By the way, there's stands – where we knew where the best seating would be to watch the race, I mm-hmm. said I'd like to be in those stands if I could, you know. And how many tickets do you want? I said, well, I said we'd like five, but if I can get three mm-hmm. uh, for uh, Peter, Sher, and Aiden, I said Linda and I, you know, we can we can live with uh, watching it and you know kind of hearing it and you know maybe going outside if we can see something. But I said it's more important for them, so three, right, for sure. Okay, he says I doubt it. I said everything's sold out. Um, I, you know, I've tried a few times to get tickets for pe- other people, and I can't get them. But let me let me see. Uh, I'll make a phone call. Mm-hmm. So calls me back an hour later, and he says, "Okay, I, I got him." Uh, he said, "I got a friend uh, who's a big shot here. Um, he said he can get them. Um, you got to pay for them right now,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then we'll we'll get you to place that you got to go find them. You can go get them tomorrow when you go to the qualifying race." Um, and go pick them up. Right. And, okay. Uh, so I get them, you know, it gets me on the phone with this guy, uh, with this company, give him the credit card and, and buy them. And they're, and they're pretty expensive. Uh, but you know, Linda says, don't worry about it. Got to restore it to you. you know, don't worry about it. Okay. So, um, my first thought is, boy, that's expensive. <laughs>
3: right right
1: <laughs> and Linda said what are you thinking about <laughs> of course you're going to do that you know and, okay all right the answer uh, is yes. yes you will do it rich yeah, <laughs> yes yes yeah. uh so then you know then we told everybody what's going on and um so we go down the qualifying um and we're in these you know, first of all we are in that place where the our tickets there were that were in the stands where we wanted to be mm-hmm. and those were those were part of our package you know so um so we're watching the qualifying and uh, I said okay Linda um I've got to go get the tickets. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to contact the concierge to give me the address so I can go get them. My phone dies.
3: Mm.
1: Um, It just goes dead. Uh, Now, I I had it charged.
2: Great timing, right? (laughs) uh, But it it
1: goes dead. And evidently there was a flaw. Other people had experienced this too, is that there's a flaw in the iPhone that under certain conditions, it just goes dead. Mm. Okay, so it goes dead. Um, I can't get a hold of this guy. Uh, so I said, Linda, let me have your phone. Uh, and I don't have any information, so I've got to look up the Internet, where the hotel is, get the phone number, make the phone call, get to the concierge, uh, and then have him. He's going to text to Linda's phone the address. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he said, okay, yeah, I got it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll text it to you. Okay, so he texts me the address, and all it is is the name and logo of this company, and it says it's at the end of this street. doesn't have an address. <laughs> it's at the end of this street. It's like, where's
3: that? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I don't know what, what that means, the end of the street. Where's the street, you know, and, and where's the end of it, you know? And uh, so, you know, Father, what am I going to pray? Father, what am I going to do? He says, start walking. Okay, so I got Linda's phone um, and I just start walking Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going in. I I guess it's that way, you know, so I'm just I'm walking down. By the way, there's hundreds and hundreds of people, you know, going back and forth on the sidewalks and stuff and the the things. And so I'm walking, uh, looking for the street. And as I'm walking, I see a person with the logo of that company.
3: Mm.
1: And I, I get in front of them. And I said, stop. Because you
2: had seen that logo on like an envelope or something, right? I
1: saw it on the map.
2: Yeah. I map. saw the logo. Okay. Um,
1: okay. And I uh, I said, stop. Um, I said, um, I need help. I need to go to your company mm-hmm. and get tickets. And the guy says, you know, he's in French. I don't speak English. Uh, and I, you know, and I kind of hand, I said, I got to go with you, you know, to your company you know where the logo you know logo you that logo this look i gotta mm-hmm. go there he says okay so you need to go with me and i you know I kind of in broken english yep okay follow me uh so i walk with him mm-hmm. so we walk and walk and walk get to a place uh gives me to a uh woman that speaks english uh, and he says you know this ami Need some assistance. <laughs> <That's
3: all. laughs>
1: uh, I said, I, I'm, I'm, I got to pick up tickets that your company has. Okay, what's your name? I give them my name. She goes on the computer. We don't have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have tickets for you. I said, yeah, you, you have them. And no, I'm sorry, we don't. And uh, But uh, I tell you what. I'll call. There's the big bosses here of the whole company. I'll call him and see if he can come and help us.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So she calls him. Tells him the situation. He says, okay, I'll be there in a few minutes. And he has to walk from a different place. Um, and he comes like five, ten minutes later. You know, And I said, well, uh, your company has my tickets, and i got to pick them up, but we don't know where to pick them up. And he said, okay, what's your name? And he gets on his computer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He says, eh, we don't have those tickets. Uh, uh, he said, "Who who actually arranged this for you? I said, "Well, the concierge at this hotel. Oh, that guy. Okay, put, get him on the phone."
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so I had Linda's phone. I already called him, so I got him on the phone. I said, "Hey, this this guy from this company wants to talk to you." So here's the phone, you know. And so, uh, and they're talking in French, you know, and you can the hand signals and all this stuff. And um, he says, he says, "Okay." um hangs up. He says, "We do have your tickets."
3: Mm. He
1: says. The reason it's not showing up is, in essence, we don't have these tickets. He said, we're doing this as a favor mm. for one of our friends who just can't make it tomorrow. And he gave me and, the, and, and our leadership say, if you can and get rid of these, go ahead. And so it just so happened that your concierge called when he said that to us.
2: That's awesome. And,
1: Just so happened, and and so uh, you're the you're the guy that actually is helping that guy out. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, he's helping you out. And yes, yeah, we have the tickets. Um, so he says to the guy that was help that I originally saw on the street, who's standing there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, "Okay, you." And he's he's he knows he's a worker. He doesn't probably even know him. He says, "You take this kid, this guy, me, and go get these tickets." Mm-hmm. And this is where they're at. Okay, uh, got it, you know okay, got it. And so he said, Look, come with me. So we're, we're going. and the streets of Monaco are blacked off, and there's it's not like a typical US you know grid where you're just walking down a street right. and turn left. Uh, you got to go this way and that way. and this this guy is walking through restaurants.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: and walking through stores and getting through everything to get me to this place. And we finally get there, and this lady is there, and she's got the logo on. And she's sitting at a little kiosk. Mm-hmm. Evidently, other people are getting tickets this, you know, uh, that they already have registered. And she says, you know, are you missed case. Yeah, here's your tickets. That's um awesome. And we got them. That's um, awesome, um, and they were fantastic things, you know. And so, you know, God's supernatural work was every step of the way, mm-hmm. and, and, and partic- step by
2: step, and step <laughs> by step,
1: and particularly, actually getting the tickets. Mm-hmm. That whole thing was supernatural, like the
2: actual process The process of God alerting you to the symbol and <laughs> yeah. seeing it on the guy's shirt, <laughs> yeah. and then him taking you. All, all of that yeah. is the supernatural, right? Uh,
1: so um, you know, Aiden and, and them got to see the you know the fantastic race. We saw we did get to see the qualifying, which, by the way, because of the way it worked, was the what they said and they came on it even came on in the uh, public announcement after the qualifying that it was the the most amazing qualifying race in thirty years of the mm-hmm. race because of what, yes. how it how it worked out at the very end. You know, with, for the the guy who did it. Um, So the next day we go to the race and we all have uh, lunch together in this spot where we're going to watch it. And then, you know, Peter and them, they take off, go to the stands. And um, uh, we're on this uh, place where, yeah, we're going to watch it on the screen, but we're next to the terrace. Right. That we can't go on.
2: Right. (laughs) Um,
1: So uh, I try to go out there, of course, and see if I can get out there. And, yeah. this, and this this uh, lady <laughs> stops me, you know, because I you have a certain badge, right? And she says, "No, you can't come out here," you know. Okay, you, know, you
2: needed I, a Lucy Ricardo distraction.
3: I did, yes. <laughs> uh,
1: so uh, we're you know we're just sitting there, and um, uh, uh, somebody comes and and says, "Hey, let me. I think I can get you out there," you know. And so we we got past this lady. And we actually wound up on the terrace some, uh, to be able to uh, watch it um, and uh, and hear it. You can hear it for sure. Um,
3: right, right. So
1: we got to see a little bit of it, and we just had a we just had a great time. Uh, Lynn and I just had right. a great time anyway, but particularly Aiden and Peter and Shara, you know, got to see the premier spot of the race.
2: That's um, awesome. You
1: know, and God says, you know, He fulfilled it all, and they, you know, and the two things that really were cool was Aiden. Particularly, first of all, he got the thrill of his life as we had wanted it to be. right. And he did, and he expressed it. But because we told the whole story uh, of you know my mistake and, and what we did and, um, and then how I got the tickets, mm-hmm. he talked more about that than anything of, you know, isn't it amazing God's supernatural mm-hmm. work that does cool stuff like that? Right, you know, and right. it, and it really struck his heart, you know, like how how amazing that was, um, and to be able <laughs> to follow God every step of the way, for God to fulfill, you know, what He had in mind, and to give him, you know, the what we call the covenant life, the blessed life, right, you know, supernaturally, and so. Uh, it, tr- it truly was remarkable. Yeah. Uh, that...
2: What I love about what you just said with Aiden, too, is how beautiful. I mean, that has been a desire of his heart forever to go do such a thing. And so, such a sweet gift to begin with. But God didn't, you know, you talk about God could have just given him that. Yeah. He could have just given him that, but he didn't. He went far and uh, beyond that to show him the supernatural in the middle of it. And what impressed Aiden most was the adventure with God. Yeah. He, he loved the delight of having the desire of his heart. But the adventure with God and seeing God work in the supernatural, that will be an impression that stays with him forevermore. and yep. A story that he will tell that speaks of God's goodness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, uh, you know, the beauty of that uh, is amazing. And that uh, and we understand as we look at, you know, God's supernatural, it's and God demonstrated that to us is that. Uh, this is how I glorify myself, God speaking, yes. to demonstrate my heart, my ability, my desire mm-hmm. to deliver things that only I can deliver. And if you read right. that, there's one uh, verse we'd like to look at there, Kathy, would be Mark 9, 38 to 41. Sure. Uh, that talks about, uh, we're, and we're going to talk more about this over the next sessions about glorifying God, but Mark 9, 38 to 41
2: sure now john answered him saying teacher we saw someone who does not follow us casting out demons in your name and we forbade him because he does not follow us but jesus said do not forbid him for no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me for he who is not against us is on our side for whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name because you belong to christ assuredly i say to you he will by no means lose his reward
1: yeah um, that he says that um, uh, it's for the God's glory to express himself uh, through us mm-hmm. um, that um, it's not about the miracle itself so he said don't mm-hmm. you know even to his disciples he's saying you know because you're getting caught up in well who's doing what and how they're doing it and are they doing it correctly right. and all that stuff he said, he said look that's not the important thing here it's, mm-hmm. it's I'm at work and whoever experiences that and has a heart to experience that um, and fulfills that by letting me live my life in that is going to is going to let me be glorified, which shows mm-hmm. my heart for that. And that's and that's right. what we, we got to experience is that you know we took took an adversity and took a uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh, this ought to be interesting. And mm-hmm. uh, what's going to happen here? And of course, your mind always goes to. Yeah, you, you really, you know, got a problem and it could be, it could be, you know, negative. But again, it's like, well, father, what are you going to say about this? Well, let me show you what I'm going to do Mm -hmm. about this. And all I need you to do, Rich, is just walk with me literally step by step by step. Right. And take the steps down the, even down the sidewalk.
2: Yeah. And literally Um, he had you physically walking step by step by step. Start walking, you
1: know, start walking, (laughs) yeah, and. Uh, but it was all to glorify him. and as you know as I'm expressing this story, see no none of us and particularly uh, me, I can't take credit for, <laughs> for any right. of it because I there's nothing I did. there's nothing I did. I, I, mm-hmm. nothing I, did. Um, I couldn't do it. I couldn't solve this problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God could. and he says, why? Well, because I want to demonstrate, That's my heart. That's my love. That's my care for my children in everyday life. Mm -hmm. And I got to reflect that, you know, to our family and others as well. And uh, and so as we look at the supernatural, it's to uh, start to, in a sense, we talked about this before, is as a priority. And this is what Linda did is like, well, wait a second. Why don't we go seek God? Mm -hmm. Let's go seek God first. Um, instead of giving up on it, well, let's go seek God first and see what he wants to do here.
3: And then, by the way, God
1: says, I I want to do something (laughs) I want to show you. Uh, And I want to demonstrate it in real life for the purpose of his glory. And and we give him all the glory. So we'll talk more about this uh, as we go down these other sessions here about God's glory and about uh, the beauty of, of God's glory. So we'll. we'll uh, Excellent. Thanks for
2: that. sharing that. Such a great story to share. And um, if today's session brought up any questions for you, be sure to send them in to us at questions at AFJ ministry.com. We'd love to talk about it, but we have lots of fun supernatural stories to share over the yep. next several sessions, I'm sure. Um, so tune in next time and hope you have a wonderful day.
1: Yep. And thank you father for uh, all that you did for us and for demonstrating Your glory uh, is in all of this. We thank
0: you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right. We'll see you soon.
2: See you next time.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.